generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Receive the grace for prosperity. In the name of Jesus. From today, your hands will not be empty. Provision is your experience. We give it to you by the gift of prophecy and by the administration of miracles. Surprise gifts. Strange encounters. We cut off every connection to the old that is demonic. That is dark. You begin to flow in favor. In Jesus' name we pray. You guys are bad. As in good bad. I mean, as in bad, B-A-D, blessed and dynamic. And if you want to spell it as in B-A-H-D, like bad, it's blessed and highly dynamic. Put it there, I'm bad. All right, Matthew, my time is recent. Matthew 17, Matthew 17, we read it last week, but I didn't have sufficient time to exegete or dive deep into it, explain it thoroughly. Um, I only picked a couple of concepts around there, but I want to go a little further today and then bridge it into Luke chapter 1. All right, so Matthew 17, the Bible says from verse 14, if you're there, can you say amen to that? All right. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him. That's Otidojwe. When a man is kneeling down for another man. You you kneel down to propose to a wife or to a woman. You kneel down before dictators because they force you. But if you're kneeling down to somebody else, that means that there's a dimension of desperation and a recognition of superior ability in that person. Men don't naturally submit until they see something superior. More often than not, men need a reason why I must follow you. Men, have I got a witness? You know, that's why I really love all the uh, accolades and feedback I get from a lot of ladies. And many of our ladies are so very expressive with the way they appreciate. But when I get feedback from a man in the house, I'm not saying that, like, I don't appreciate what the women do. But I know that men, because if men appreciate you, they'd rather keep it to themselves. So when I get those kind of texts, I just let me print this and frame it and spiral. But that's not true. <laughs> yeah, but I really appreciate it. And so he comes and kneels and says, Lord, have mercy on me. Not mercy, even though I know you're the lion L of Judah. I know that God, your goals, Jesus, your goals. Have mercy. Everybody should get that. <laughs> on me. Or rather, not on me, see? Let <laughs> me go over the text. On my son. Why? Watch what it says. For he is an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire. And often into the water. Somebody say water. <laughs> Somebody say water. That's the Raz version. Say water. 
Uh, British. <laughs> Say water. That's the right one. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, Oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him. And the child was cured when? So what was causing this child to be sick? A demon. And demons don't respond to emotions. Because they have emotions as well. We read it last week. John chapter 2. James chapter 2. Demons believe and they or display emotions. You see that now. Demons don't respond to I'm tired. I'm tired. In fact, when you complain, you encourage demons. Every complaint reinforces the confidence of the demon behind the issue you're complaining about. Yeah. That's why the Bible says, don't complain. It says, don't murmur. Murmuring is like tongues to demons. A lot of adrenaline came into my flow during the grace grace. I think. But hang with me, right? Demons don't, they're not impressed by, that's why it's possible for somebody to shriek and shout and still not be delivered. Because not the frequency of the vibration of the body that determines how well the demon will jump out. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but you can display, you can, and then they, you know, sort of like demons are like, <laughs> so her name is uh, Charade. I'm just looking for a name that nobody bears, right? Go charade, go charade, ah, go charade, like ah, doesn't, ah, ah. it's not out. So Jesus does not engage in acrobatics. Hmm. How many are you? Doesn't go into all of that, right? He just says, he rebuked the demon. Stop conversing with what you ought to rebuke. Stop dancing around what you're supposed to displace. Stop glorifying what you ought to be terrifying. Stop giving it the presence of your attention and resources. Attention and resources, something that you are supposed to to rebuke. Look at somebody say, don't manage what you ought to damage. Jesus rebuked the guy. Now, now, please, why do we insist on speaking? Because the operations of the earth realm respond to vibrations. In other words, nothing gets done on earth without a vibration. Something has to vibrate. Something has to move. And when you speak, there are internal vibrations and external vibrations. When you speak. You can't make a sound without a vibration. Sing as Jamin, right? Can you make a sound without a vocal cord vibrating? You can't. You can't produce a sound. Now, so nothing gets done in the earth without a vibration. What is also true is that demons cannot read your thoughts. 
therefore, if you are rebuking them in the thought realm, but you're not saying anything, are they hearing? So how come certain demons can know certain things? Familiar spirits that have studied the history for a long time. So the permutates, don't have permutation, combination. The permutate and com combinate, is anyone like that? You're not sure. They combine. <laughs> and then they iterate and create enough data. Now, how many of you know that if you study somebody for like 10 years, you possibly can tell when they are going to be angry? Yes. That means that you can generate their anger. Yes. Stop allowing demonic spirits to regulate your mood. That's why sometimes you just got to surprise the devil. Something bad happens to you and say, yes, Lord, I glorify you. They are confused. Because it's not a normal reaction. The normal reaction is, hey, whoa, whoa. Yeah, bah, 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 bah. Yeah, bah. One of me, bah. That's the normal thing. That's why the Bible says, let the weak say, high five somebody and say, shock the devil. Stop allowing hell dictate what's going to happen next, how you're going to look, how you're going to sound, what you're going to say. You've got to be able, Jesus put it this way, he says, possess your souls. That's what he said. He said, when there's a lot of crisis and trauma, speaking about the end times, he said, but you, what should you do? possess your soul. That means your soul is under contention for possession. Jesus rebuked. Jesus rebuked the demon. And the demon said, well, Jay, can we talk about it some other time? Don't bother me. So what the demon said? Oh, be that. What did I be at all? In other words, they didn't give birth to him well, but demons were never given birth to. And what happened? Did the demon come out or not? James 4 verse 7. Right? James 4 verse 7. He says, submit yourselves to the Lord, and then what do you do? Rebuke the devil, and he will why? Because submitting yourself to the Lord allows the power of the Lord flow without interception or interruption through you. So when you submit yourself to the Lord and you rebuke the devil, it's as good as God rebuking the devil directly. Are you getting that? What's submission? Two words. Submission. What's submarine? What's submarine? Under the marine. Under the water. Yeah? submarine under the water now when the submarine is under the water does water flow over it or not does it obstruct the flow of the water all right so when you're under the mission submission does the mission flow through you or not i feel you now do you understand that mr crusoe do you get it sorry his name is robinson actually Do you get it? And what is the ingredient for submission? Faith. Faith means I'm surrendering my experience. 
my know-how, my technicalities, my reasons for or against a matter to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And I'm allowing his faith to take precedence. So when he says something, yes, sir. How can my 20 or 30, for some of us, 40, and maybe just one or two people here, 50-year-old brain be potent enough to argue with the ancient of days? What gives me the confidence to believe that just this small book where I read, small book, and for some of you, you didn't read the book, the book read you. You eventually graduated. <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> You guys don't know. You know some of you, are, you, you already. You know, I was in school longer than I should have been, and somebody said, "Oh, how's your master's going?" <laughs> so you didn't get it. So you're looking so serious. So I was doing my BSc. Oh, good morning. Good, good morning. Okay, they're getting it. The Mexican wave is so like. I, I surrender myself to the mission and what happens? Because he knows better. Look at some say God knows better. So the matter of faith is important. The word says. The disciples came to him and said, why could we not cast it out? Because you did not change the location. You didn't move the boy to a different place. In other words, some issues in your life are not a function of environmental constraints. They're a function of internal restraint. You know, some people are like, ah, this is not my right. You know, we're taking selfies these days. So this is my good side. This, I, I look like a dog here. But I, I look like a, like a human being here. Now, <laughs> that is a function of altering the side. Jesus can rebuke any demon from any side he faces. Because it's not the location, but the alignment with the kingdom authority. The child was possessed was still where the child was all along. He did not move the child to a different place. <laughs> but there was a different commander in town. A different sheriff in town. Can I prophesy over somebody's life? You're going to go back to that same workspace. That's in business issue. That's in proposal. That's in uh, encounter. That's in presentation. But there is a new you that is going to address issues there. And what was difficult before will become easy now. Because there is new power about to flow through your life. That amen can do better. That amen can be stronger. That amen can be brighter and more powerful. I said in the same place, you will rebuke those demons. And they are going to come out this time in the name of Jesus. So why could we not cast them out? It was not location. Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. So the issue was not my name. 
The issue was not my power. The issue was what? Your unbelief. In other words, there is something you have that is stopping you from something you should have. What you have that is stopping you from what you should have is your attachment to the material expression of what you have. A.K.A. unbelief. So God says you are the head and not the tail. Say, God, I, have, I, can, I even have a paper to show it. Certificate. Third class. I'm not the head. Sorry, sir, you've got the wrong person. He said, my power says you are the first and not the last. He said, me. First. I'm the first to carry last. These are real issues. And some of you manifested externally thinking it's humility, but it's a sense of pride. Says you're looking so nice today. Mm, it's a lie. If you can't believe a man that you can see, how can you believe a God you have never seen? Look at somebody and say there's something you're holding on to that is blocking what's supposed to flow in your life. He said, because if you have faith, he's saying that if faith is present, and I love what it says here, he says, as a grain of mustard seed, in other places, if you have faith as a mustard seed, and many times, the only aspects of that mustard seed that we've looked at is what? The size, right? But we're going to talk about something else today. Not just the size, but the process. Because what's a seed? The first time we see seeds in the Bible, it said, let them bring forth. Let there be fruit bearing trees, bearing seed. So the seed is supposed to grow into something. <laughs> so when it said, grain as a mustard seed, rather faith as a grain of a mustard seed, yes, you can think about the size, but what does he say here? He said, you will say to what? A mountain. So he's saying that the tiniest piece of faith, the tiniest level of faith, the tiniest manifestation of faith is potent enough, strong enough to undo the biggest material element in your space. So imagine when that faith grows into a tree. It's not going to move mountains. It's going to move generations. Oh my God, some of you missed what I just said. Look at what he says here. He said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to mountains. But mountains are still material things. Come on, people. He said, this mountain, and by uh, theologians and historians say, he was pointing at a particular mountain. So he's saying the lowest level of divine faith can undo the biggest structure in the material realm. Oh my God. I wish somebody's faith will rise this morning. That that issue that looks so prominent and preeminent in your life, that looks so massive and intimidating, God said that the lowest level of faith that the believer has, somebody's got to get this, is strong enough to do or undo a mountain. Why can a little piece of faith undo the mountain? Because the mountain was put there by faith in the first place. We understand that by faith the walls were framed by the word of God. So if the word of God put it there, the word of God can pull it off from there. If the word of God located it, the word of God can relocate it. If the word of God planted it, the word of God can uproot it. But it's not the word except it's carrying the same faith that was in God in the beginning. 
I had in the beginning, the way I put it there, you can remove it from there. We remove cancers from your future. We remove death and diabetes. I remove the elements of delay and destruction and deny remove every mountain in the name of Jesus. Oh, somebody's got to get this. If you're not flowing in this dimension, you're not tapping into the fullness of divine provision. He said the lowest form What's the lowest element of a tree? A seed. He's saying the moment that seed comes into a believer, from that he does not even need to grow it. Remember the measure of faith? Romans 12 verse 3. Once that seed is in there, Shebatosia, leporo kotaga, leboza, indabaku, ilamoskia, idovozo, sipara, epolo yata. And the way you know that the faith is bubbling is that words are flowing. This is how you know you've tapped into faith because in the place of prayer, you're making decrees that don't make sense. You're saying things that don't add up. You are expressing divine intent and it's bypassing your logical mind because you know this cannot be me praying for these things. This cannot be me. For we know not how we ought to pray as we should. But the Spirit of God makes intercession for us. High five somebody and tell him I have faith. I have faith. Gentler, please. I have faith. 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 I have the faith of God. I have the faith of God. God said, let there be light. He didn't check to see whether it will come to pass. The Bible never says on the next day, and God checked whether there's no no no. You say it and you let it go. You say it and you walk away. Mark says the kingdom of heaven is like a man who takes a seed and he plants it in the ground. He says he walks away and he knows not how. But when it comes back, that seed has become the biggest tree in the place. You've got to learn that you are not God's supervisor. Stop supervising your prayer points and prayer requests and prophecies. Steward them by speaking, by affirming and working in line with every instruction that proceeds from the place of prayer. This is the labor interest. What do you labor in? It says, honor them that labor in the word and in doctrine. So the labor of the believer is laboring and carrying, carrying the burden of Christ and laboring in the word to see what the Lord has said. And then you labor in prayer to download it into your earth realm. That's the labor of the believer. All this walking up and down, sweating like Christmas goats, wearing shoes that have holes in them. People look at your dress and say, I like your lace. They don't know it's holes that are inside. Those days are over. You will labor in prayer. One hour of prayer can save you five hours of irony. Jati, jati. We are pushing. What are you pushing? He said you will say to the mountain, be thou removed. Mountain, move yourself. So Banda Masa. Oh, this is not the kind of service you just say. This, you just speak back to the word. You say, yes, I receive. Yes, that's my word. You break out in tongues. 
So you will say to this mountain. Mutukwai says, you will say. Now, he didn't say Africans. Also, he doesn't say that. Africans will say. Is that what it says? Pastors will say. Bishops, accountants, tall people, fine people. Come on, speak to me now. Who? Who is that you? Anybody. Any Kenny. Why? Because it's not the person that's moving the mountain. It's the power. Electricity, electricity is not the respecter of persons. If you're a white man, you touch life cable, you shock. Black man touch white first class graduates. Power is neutral. If it has a conductor, it will flow. If there is a conductor, power will flow. If there is a conductor, heat will flow. If there's a conductor, energy will flow. From today, I proclaim that your conductivity quotient is heightened by the favor of God. No longer will you say, I don't know what's happening. Nothing is going on. No. From today, you will begin to walk in the miraculous, walk in the power of God, walk in the favor of God, walk in the glory of God. High five three people and tell them the power is flowing. Look for three more people, tell them the power is flowing. You know who you are. You're a carrier of divine life. How can nothing be happening? If I let me proclaim over you for as many as have faith to believe it, because it's the story of my life. Every week, you will see the finger of God. Something will happen that you know this is not me. This. Somebody called me. About three or four days ago, I think it was on, on Tuesday or so, we've not spoken about two years. I went to speak at a place, you know, and she was there and she spoke to me and heard about my coaching practice and all of that. She calls me three days ago and says, uh, um, you know, I want to coach my son and this and that and what are the fees and services and arrangement and all of that. So he said, do you remember me? I said, I saved your name as this person's mom, the name. This person's mom said, okay, yeah, that's true. We met Long story short, you know what she said? She said, I woke up this morning, I prayed, and your name and your face kept coming to my mind. Two years, two years, two years. The flow of faith determines the flow of favor. And I'm going to talk about that shortly. Because there are many things you are trying to use your leg for. That only your spirit was designed to activate. Stop using your leg to cover distances that your spirit was designed to cover for you. My biggest coaching client is not in the country. She watched a video, 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 video. Less than one minute. I said, this guy is the next teacher in my life. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things shall be added. Uh, look at someone say, do you understand it? God will give you one, this is a story of my life, God will give you one client whose bill covers your bill for a month. 
it is a realm and a dimension when you're in the mood of prophecy in the zone of prophecy Jesus the donkey for your triumphal entry is already tied down stop stealing people's horses and donkeys manipulating pictures you will know who to send you will know where to send them you will know how the flow of the believer is the flow of faith faith is the river whose current will always land you in favor you know every river has current you don't need to redirect the river align with it the river wants to flow there said no this is where it's happening this is where it's happening really you know you guys are a mystery I'm like, how are you able to afford that scarcity? We see your pictures. Most of those people are teenagers and they're in the 20s. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. We've never had to raise money anywhere. Never had to publish anything. Just asking people for funds. I'm not against that. But it's just not the way the Lord brought me up. Do you understand what I'm saying? What are you asking a man for that God does not have? Just tell me. He owns the man and the woman and everything. He says the cattle and of the thousand hills belong to the Lord. Silver and gold are mine. Watch this. When, when God said silver and gold are mine, nobody said, excuse me, sir, you're wrong. He's the possessor of heaven and earth. And so see that the new creation is the template for the walk of faith. What do we see? Please be seated for you can stand up later, you know, and there's fire in your posterior or anterior, I think. Whatever, exterior, interior. Emario. You see salt. Now, look at this. It's okay to laugh. Come on. Somebody's laughing. Some people are judging. Why are you laughing? So is it your laughter? Express. So the new creation is the template for divine operation. That's the template. Because this is what it told Adam, the, the first Adam. It said, subdue the earth, have dominion, all of that. When was God telling Adam, my brother? But it's it great to see you again. How are you doing? It's good to see you. It's your brother in Christ. Your neighbor. That's so cute. Thank you, neighbor. Can we celebrate this neighbor? Of, <laughs> remind me of the name. Emeka Obina. I knew it was uh, one of our Eastern <laughs> brothers. Amazing. All right. So Obina and neighbor. <laughs> Sorry, neighbor, what's your name? Tony. John. Obina, John and Sons. Limited. <laughs> the new creation. <laughs> Jason is shaking his head for me. I know it's love. I love you too. Right. <laughs> The new creation is the template. When God made Adam, Adam, he said, subdue the earth, right? God was telling Adam that from now, you are the person who determines the state of the earth. So after the walk of salvation, your progress, eh? you are the one that determines it. Do you know what God gives you? He gives you the Holy Spirit. He gives you spiritual teachers. He said, I'll give you pastors after my heart, Jeremiah 3 verse 15, who will feed you with knowledge and wisdom. 
So he said, I don't need a teacher. I don't need a pastor. No problem. Teach thyself. Yeah, you wind yourself into a loop. Okay? It says they give gifts to men. So pastors are gifts on the outside to teach you how to activate your gifts on the inside and how to align those gifts on the outside. And by gifts, not just talents, that's subliminal, that's perennial, spiritual gifts. Your talents are also their tools, essentially. Now, so the new creation, how did God get to man? Lekki, watch this. What happened was, God wanted to reach man. Hmm? Lekki, please stand. You are man. You look very manly. Can you stand over there? Does it not look like man? As in, Okurimeta. Three in one dad. Trinidad. Man. God wants to reach man. There's a gap between God and man. God's got all this grace. Can I have five ladies represent? Grace for him. No, this is not a linear illustration. Unlike some other persuasions, women are not the gifts for righteousness. All right. But God's got this grace, 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 grace. And it wants to get there. But grace is too good to be received by fallen man. Fallen man cannot receive grace. If it comes to him as a fallen man, he cannot understand it. He's as stupendous as somebody walking up into this place right now and saying, I just came from Silicon Valley. I don't know what happened, but I saw something blinking on our maps, right? Our private security maps. And we decided to trace it. And when we saw that thing blinking, we heard a voice. Give them a billion dollars. So if you come all the way, we don't know what you guys do, whether you are Alcoholics Anonymous, whatever, it's a million dollars. Now, it doesn't make sense. How many of you know that, yes, yeah, so Elder said we'll collect the money. Are we going to collect the money? Let's all be honest. Watch this. Let me ask, are we going to collect the money? Are there some of us that will come and say, Pastor, let's pray about this thing. Yes. Be honest, even me. Yes. I will call my, my senior colleagues and my teachers and say, Huh. Something happened to you right now. Jehovah, don't do me something. So there's going to be a part of us that is still what? Skeptical. Even though we're talking, the mission is not impossible. I'm trying to teach you something. Raise your hand if you're going to be like, Pastor, let's still pray about it. Yes, a billion dollars. Now you can understand that disciples were praying for Peter to be released. And when he knocks on the door, the answer, because you know, we judge the disciples a lot. They didn't believe, they didn't believe. It's the human nature. The answer is at the door, okay? They're like, no, it cannot be. I just feel like angels are like. That's what angels must have been doing. Like, can you just shoot me now? The angel that delivered Peter said, do you know how many principalities I fought from the second heavens and I came to the earth and 
possible. War. Rock with you. Look at some say the answer is at the door, it's at the door, it's at the door. Now, God's goodness is indescribable. Paul calls them the unsearchable riches of Christ. Now, for you to search, you must be able to recognize, right? But the fact that you can recognize does not mean you can even discover it. So God is saying that the riches of Christ are inexhaustible, unsearchable, enduring. That's why your whole life will be a work of faith. Because faith turns on the searchlight in the spirit. <laughs> so, because man, God's goodness is so immense and so indescribable. Man can never understand it. That's why I said he came to his own and his own. Some things that you have not possessed are not a function of God not releasing them. Function of you not receiving them. Because he came to his own. I wonder how many answers have come to you. But you didn't receive them. Because they didn't come dressed in your preferred clothes. Husband, husband, husband. So I don't like him. He's wearing pencil jeans. I want mature man, boot cut. Give me a boot cut. Agbada, Agbada. Because your favorite song is I like Bada, you know. <laughs> he came to his own. His own could not recognize it because they could not believe that so much power can be contained in such normalcy. And grace is not ostentation. Ostentation is I've got to show you all I've got the moment I show up. Grace says there is more to me than meets the eye. But if you engage me, I'll show you more. If you engage me, I'll show you more. If you engage me, I'll show you more. Because there is no need to be in a hurry. I'm here for you forever. So because man cannot recognize the grace of God, even if he saw it and cannot receive it, God now has to give, help me please, God now has to give man something that he possesses. By which he created everything that grace was going to bring. And so God gave man what? No. The conviction of the Holy Spirit was there. But what did God give man? No, grace, grace was in Jesus. So God gave man, no, Ephesians 2, 8 to 10. For by grace are you saved. How? So as powerful as grace is, it cannot get to man without faith. Faith is what makes us accessible what grace has made available. So grace is the goodness of God, the condensation, the fulfillment of all of God's goodness. But man cannot receive anything from God without faith. Faith is the way spirits express themselves. Without faith, no expression. It's not registering. Three hours of majority prayers. No faith. No register. 
Your prayer is like your phone. Faith is like Wi-Fi. So someone who has a Nokia 3310. Okay, they can't even browse with that. <laughs> someone who has, give me a phone. Some. <laughs> a basic technophone. Basic technophone cannot, or rather can download stuff with Wi-Fi that an iPhone XS, X, I, J, K, raised to power three, square root, underscore, whatever, yeah, without Wi-Fi. So God has to send the Wi-Fi of faith. So it says, by grace you are saved, how? Through faith. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man. Paul said to Titus, he says, the grace of God has appeared before men. Faith allows grace appear in your space. Faith allows grace. Another word for grace is favor. Somebody say favor. Grace when it comes to, let me put it like this. Favor with God is grace. Favor with men is goodwill. But essentially the same thing. Are you here? Grace is favor is goodwill. Do you remember what the angel said? Peace on earth and good will unto men. So the grace of God, goodwill unto men. When someone is gracious to you, their will towards you is good, right? Okay. So faith makes grace accessible. Faith rather, sorry. Faith makes grace accessible. So God gave man faith. So in that moment, he could now believe. Ah, God, I'm a sinner. I'm fallen. He can now understand the grace. Is somebody here? So that means that the moment the believer gets saved, what can happen now? He can now enjoy the grace. Yeah. Is, that, is that so? Yes, All right. So can I have grace one? Grace one? Just grace one. Grace one. Grace, grace. Now, what happens with a lot of believers is that all they now dance around is saving grace. I'm saved by grace, and not by sight. I'm saved by grace, and not by sight. I'm saved by grace. So, in the believer's mind, all that grace is for is for salvation. So, when it comes to getting married, they now want to include works. God, I thank for my salvation. Concerning this marriage matter, let me go and position myself. Look at somebody say, is that what God is saying? How do I know that grace has multiple layers and multiple levels? 
I wish I had time to show you, but I'm watching my time. The Bible says concerning Moses that he came to God and said, God, if I have found grace in your sight, is that show me your glory that I might find grace in your sight. Anybody read that before? So Moses said, God, if I found grace, I want it to show me more so I can still find grace why does it say in the book of hebrews let us come boldly before the throne of grace that we might find mercy and obtain grace in time of need we couldn't come before the throne without grace in the first place but i say now that you're before the throne ask for more grace because it's no longer the throne of judgment it's the throne of grace so there is grace for giving and grace for healing and grace for wisdom and grace for learning and grace for the struggle and grace for marriage oh my god let me read this one to you so you get it John chapter 1 John John where's your first chapter from verse 10 he was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him why? they didn't have faith to recognize grace <laughs> he came to his own his own did not receive him but as many as received him what did he give right grace power to become children of God to those who had faith who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of the verse 14 and the word became flesh. Where did it dwell? Amongst us. And we beheld his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father. Fool. Come on somebody. So grace saves you by faith. And now that you are in Christ. Look at someone say there is still plenty of grace. Now do you know. Where many believers have missed it, they keep thinking that grace is the stuff that forgives your sin and pardon. Paul said, let's leave the elementary works. So those are basic foundational things. We read it last week, Ephesians 2, it says that there are works which were prepared for us to do. And we need grace for that work. He said, I was full of grace and truth. John bore witness of him and cried out saying, this was he of whom I said, he who comes after me is preferred before me for he was before me Okay, verse 16. What does it say? And of his, we all have, and. <laughs> Why are you blowing? You guys have to. It's doing me. It needs to do you. This, see, once you get this you will be distinguished because it will become like somebody's running up the staircase you are in the elevator are you not understanding 
how can I stand before you to say I've not been on salary except when I was an, a missionary for three years I've not been on salary for 10 years and guess what I've not taken a loan for 10 years does that sound normal or logical is that human is that intelligence there are many people with PhDs who are running from bank managers because of their loans it's because I understand that there is the grace of God there is the grace come and help me of God for provision oh my goodness some of you are not dancing to this that grace does not have my name on it it is the grace of our Lord I'm not saying that God doesn't gift us in graces in different areas he does that but it's still for the good of the whole he said we have received of his fullness and what have we received help me here so that means every level of grace is to prepare you for another level of grace your days of disgrace are over you're not moving from disgrace to disgrace you're moving from grace to grace to grace to grace to grace to grace to grace somebody shout grace let me give you an example of grace I'm not trying to titillate you or excite you or make you feel bad or whatever I'm showing you as an example and I'm teaching you how it works so I just said to you first of July that's next week Monday what are we doing releasing grace 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 right Monday to Friday, I'm teaching a business class called Dream Academy. I'm not marketing. I'm teaching that throughout. Do you know what's happening the following week or two weeks after the maximum? I'm releasing a book. How does that happen? How do you have cycles of productivity and your marriage is working and your children are thriving and your ministry is growing? It cannot be by power. It cannot be by might. It's by the Spirit of God. And that Spirit comes through grace. understanding it and you think the grace is God forgive me I just sinned I'm not a sinner anymore I'm a sinner again sin again sin again born again me again there's grace for work to be done how are you going to write the book by grace through faith how are you going to record the album by grace through faith your boss is on your case for the deadline for every deadline there's a divine lifeline that lifeline is the lifeline of grace that lifeline is the line of grace in other words stop racking your head and start charging your spirit start operating by grace somebody shout by grace through faith shout louder by faith grace through faith by grace through faith that's where you shout to dampen your spirit is to elevate elevate how did Jesus walk up and down healing people working miracles no political party all the emperors dictators blood eaters flesh eaters were, they, they were so scared of him they came to arrest him they fell down the power was too much he didn't even unleash the power he fell so, okay, please oh, I'm overcharged did they <laughs> did they Do you understand? Faith, you understand it? Of course, you've got to understand. I'm talking about you. 
so the grace is for what so when I walk with this grace and I'm perfected <laughs> if you don't get her name sorry dear <laughs> so sorry if you don't get it, her name is Perfecta. So when I'm perfected in this grace, how do you perfect this grace that you got through faith? By being faithful with the grace. It's grace for grace. God won't give you more of what you have wasted. So when I did the miracle, five loaves of bread, two fish, remember? What, what happened? Gather the remaining. Some of you, you did miracle by grace. You wasted the overage. You started the business and you bought plenty of material. Fabric. I know I'm talking about fabric now. You cut it, cut it. You locked it somewhere. You kept it there. When the Holy Spirit is going to give you wisdom to create textile mosaic and stitch something different like a coat of many colors from it. Grace is so resplendent and abundant that even the waste of it is enough to feed nations. Or the excess of it. So when I'm perfected in this grace, let's say in the grace of prayer, then all of a sudden I start getting a revelation. Grace number two. You know some people can pray, but they are not brilliant teachers. Let me tell you something. Through faithfulness and service, gifts that you didn't know you have can be activated and gifts that you did not have can be imparted because heaven is looking for a vessel heaven is looking for a vessel so what happens is that flow where my gifts are needed that flow is increased so there's some people that they just know how to pray and in the place of prayer do you know what happens revelation comes so they become teachers my pastor, Pastor Paul, says at the beginning of his ministry, he was not a preacher. He was a prayer man. Now, when you hear him speak the profundity of divine wisdom, it's so articulate and so eloquent and so easy to absorb and digest. There are certain things that you plug into through the place of prayer. Through the power of prayer. Now, when that grace comes, you pray for it. The grace comes. What happens? More grace comes. But this is now what happens. Grace will only be received when this guy is in faith mode. Somebody say faith mode. Faith How many of you know that you can make calls when your cell phone, your mobile phone, is on airplane mode? Right? Can you make calls? That means that sometimes when you're not hearing from God. You don't have the wrong device. You're operating with the wrong mode. Some of you, you're not in the wrong business. You're in the wrong frame of thinking. Some of you are not in the wrong relationship. You are in the wrong real. Eh? Shun the sheep. I, I, I need to close this. I've not even dealt with 25% of my first service teaching. Did you understand that? Receive the outflow of joy. So you all look so academic. Hmm, Professor Dami is on tonight. P. Dams, Prof. Dams. So the believer is not without faith. But he can be operating out of faith mode. Oh my God. 
I've got data, but in my settings, I've turned the mobile data off. And so there are divine signals being released, but nothing is being received. This has actually happened to me like two times. I'll now call MCN. I've been browsing since morning. My messages are not dropping. My messages are not going. Say, Ma, actually, you have not activated your data. Or your data ran out two days ago and you haven't topped up, but I'd forgotten. So some of us, we are calling Angel Michael, Angel Kasali, Angel Rufai. Turn on your data. Look for somebody. High five that person. Tell them, turn on your data. Get into faith mode. Get into faith mode. Get into faith. 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 the spirit of faith in the house I feel somebody rising you are in faith mode and I'll close this now so what happens is how will I absorb faith mode where are my gifts please 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 give them a gift each now grace comes with gifts <laughs> oh my god this is the overflowing goodness of God. Can I tell you something? God does not wish anybody evil. No evil. You understand that? No shadow of turning. Where will he get it from? Now, this was what happened with Mary. Give me Luke chapter 1 very quickly. Luke chapter 1 very quickly. From around verse 29. The, the about, let, me, let me just... If you're standing, remain standing, so I'll be encouraged to close. <laughs> but, but if you're not standing, don't fake it. <coughs> help me, Lord. Luke chapter 1. Oh, Lord, help me. Verse 20. Okay, I'm going to read some verses and skip. Verse 26. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God. Look at somebody say some things have been sent to you was sent by God to a city of Galilee, Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, what? Rejoice. Now, what does it call her? Highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among so what was her ID in the spirit? What was her ID in the spirit? Highly favored one. Okay? So the parcel that the angel, not El Paso, <laughs> bought the parcel that the angel, who's carrying highly favored? All right. That the angel had, had what name on it? Who was the order for? No. Who was the order for? Highly what was the labeling on the provision of grace? On the gift. If FedEx, FedEx, UPS, DHL, Jumia, Konga, Udala, they have a parcel for you and they have highly favored one, who are they going to look for? All right. Now, what does they say? Rejoice because you have a delivery. You have a gift. You have a parcel. You have a package. But 
When Mary saw him, what was her response? She was. Now, that trouble, was that her identity or her mood? The good thing about a mood is that you can change it. It's easier to change the mode than to change the phone. Don't change the business. Change how you're working it. Don't change the ministry. Change how you're serving there. Oh my God. Don't change the husband. And what did she say? And she considered what manner of greeting this was then the angel said to her do not be in other words you are in the wrong mood he says for you have found favor with God and behold you will conceive in your own womb some of you you have relegated yourselves to being professional celebrators of testimonies in other words you celebrate other people's testimonies can I tell you your womb will carry yours He said, not only will you conceive, you will bring forth. You will call his name Jesus. He will be great. And he will be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. Then then Mary said to the angel, how can this be? Are you seeing how Mary shifts? Because there are five things, five stages in the process of faith. When a prophecy comes, when a picture comes, number one is disturbance. A divine prophecy will disturb your equilibrium. It will shake you out of your mode of complacency. To make you feel it can be me. I don't want to be that popular. I don't want to be that wealthy. I don't want to be that famous. I don't want to be that unknown for some of you. I don't want to be that single or alone for some of you. That's the first stage. Somebody say it's a mood. The second thing is denial. Can be me. Who stole the meat from the cooking pot? What stole the meat from the? Who me? Can be. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. Couldn't be. You gotta get this. Darren, you understanding? So denial. <laughs> Is the next stage. Now the third stage is debate. How? Some of you are in debate mode. And if you're in debate mode, congratulations. You've made progress. You missed what I just said. If you're debating, that means that your mind is beginning to catch up with what your spirit already knew. That means your mind is beginning to agree to a dimension and a degree what God already said concerning you. And number four is deployment. And what do we say deployment? Verse 38. Verse 37, for with God nothing shall be impossible. Verse 38, then Mary said, behold the mate servant of the Lord. Am I available? Am I available to you? The mate servant. Who's a mate servant? Somebody who does whatever 
the master says. How does the maidservant do what the master says? By responding to in. Come on, get the people. If you have a maid or ever, how does she serve you? By obeying. By obedience is the proof of faith. Serving the Lord is not about being active. It's about responding to what he says. So her identity moved, her mode rather, moved from troubled to agreement. And it said, be it unto me according. That's what it says. Be it unto me according to what? What did the angel do? What did the angel do? Tell me please. And the angel, in other words, my work the delivery has been made. Please, who has that blessed and highly favored label here? Please come with it. So there are many of us, we don't understand the flow of faith. There are two parts of the flow. There is the release of the promise and there is the receiving of the promise. If you're in Christ, anything that is in the word of God has already been given to you. It says all things are yours says all things are yours it says with him no variableness no shadow of turning is good to the jews is good to the greek is good to the gentiles so when he comes now you know comes with blessing highly favor you can see that that's the parcel that's the name if it comes to mary let's change mary comes to mary now if someone from jumia ups dhl comes and says are you blessed and highly favored We have a parcel here for blessed and highly favored. No, that's not my name. My name is Perfecta. But the address that we have says there is blessed and highly favored here. <laughs> that can't be me. Are you following? You will not receive the order until you claim the identity that the order is labeled with. Come on, people. You've got to understand this. You will not take possession of what has been sent to your address until you agree that the name on the promise is your name. That's why that old song, favor is my name, is my name. Favor is, that song is a powerful song. You have to bear the identity that the promise is carrying. Lekha, you get in this. So Lekha, when God, sorry dear, when God says you are blessed and highly favored, don't look at your situation to say I don't have money for this. I used to have DSTV. From DSTV, I have GoTV. From GoTV, I can't even go anywhere. My life is now a TV series and it's looking like a tragedy. Stop telling the angel how much of a teenager you are and that you're from Nazareth and there is no Jesus in your family. Agree with the name on the identity. Come on somebody agree how many of you ever bought a raffle ticket at one of those bazaars or one of those family meetings and you bought the raffle ticket but guess what you wrote your cousin's name on it and when the raffle was picked and the winner of the ticket was going to be given a car you now said no it's actually my own oh, let me tell you the things of the spirit don't respond to your preference they respond to your identity so when God says you are blessed and highly favored what do you say 
And the moment you say yes, heaven says you can have it. Heaven says it's yours. Heaven says no more delay. The flow of favor has come by faith. And the proof of faith is aligning with what God says you are. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You are highly lifted. You are an overcomer. Who am I? my god i wish i had a shouting faith people i wish i had a roaring faith people some of you are sitting down it's all right but i want to speak to some people who are saying i receive every promise do you see that the conversation does not end until mary said be it unto god has said it but you must see it for it to be delivered this will change your life. What has happened to so many of us is that there are so many gifts. We've prayed. Eh? We've been praying fasting. Some of you have so many gifts at your door. But they will say, what would they say? Mighty woman. Mighty woman. Me. I'm not a mighty woman. No. It's not for me. Check somewhere else. They will say what? Exceedingly great. Yeah. Exceedingly great in debt. You'll be qualifying what God has said about you. Are you understanding this? Look at someone say your, your front yard is flooded with gifts. And you know what some of you have done? Because when the male man comes or the male woman comes, the male person comes, what do they do? Every time you're feeling that restlessness in your spirit, God is saying there's a gift at the door. Some of you have gotten so tired. Ah, please, I want the one with my name on it. Mediocre. Failure. Abused. Disadvantaged. I'm too black. That's why I'm in lack. If I was in America, things would be better. That's the wrong label. Faith says, be it unto me. Be it unto me. Be it unto me, be it unto me, be it unto me, according to your word. Somebody say, yes, Lord. Let's do this in two minutes. Just receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. There's still so much more I want to share in the second service. God does not recognize you as Toju in heaven, as Dairy, as Joshua. Every season of your life has a label. And one of the ways you will know is that almost everywhere you go, you will see that I know that for us as a house, favor is one of the labels in the season. I know that. Favor. Favor. It's one of the, it's, that's why this, I think between last six months and now, God has given me about seven songs on favor. About seven songs. That's the label now. Expect. Faith, expect. Do any expect or do expect.
and respond. Let me they respond. Mary said, Be it unto me. The angel left. He said, The deal is done. Be it unto me, God, according to your word. The fifth level of, of faith, media, after deployment is delivery. Delivery. Disturbance, denial, debates, deployment, delivery. Deployment is where you said, be it unto me. And when you're faithful with that prophecy, through action, you will deliver. Delivery. Capital D. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Receive the package. Receive the package. Receive the package. Receive it. 
rising, an emerging generation of kings. To join this growing community of kings, visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.